That's popped up. Shallow center field. Correa is out, calling everyone off. He's there, makes the catch, and that is the ball game. Now, the Houston Astros are 2017 American League West champions. Another Astros podcast. All right, Anton Simmons, the batter. Angels down to their final out, 0 for 2 of the wall. Pitch on the way. Curve ball, bounce left side. Correa to his left. He gloves, straightens up, throws to first in time, and that is the ball game. The Houston Astros make it two in a row over the Angels. And eight wins in their last nine games as they win this afternoon by a final of six to two. That's a big win for the Astros. That's 95 now on the season for Houston. They're starting to peak at just the right time. Astros victorious today, defeating the Angels by a final of 6-2. to two. Joined now by our Lexus player of the game. Joining us from the Astros dugout is Evan Gaddis. Big three-run home run in the fifth inning to help break this game open a little bit for the Astros. At times this year, Evan, you're, it's been tough for A.J. Hinch to, to get you in the lineup on a regular basis. How are you feeling at the plate right now? Good. Yeah, going back to that, I mean, we've got a really good team. Um, playing a lot of winning baseball, it's been, uh, it's been good. Feeling better at the plate and... Uh, Easy to catch when Charlie's doing that on the mound. So it was a really fun game to catch. It could have been a really special day for Charlie. A couple pitches, I mean, whatever, but everybody on defense turning double plays left and right, faced the minimum for a long time. It was incredible. Uh, he was very economical, Evan, and you you have a lot to do with that, so I hope you don't try to shy away from it. But you and Charlie have developed a very good relationship. But, man, the stuff, I mean, when you look at the stuff the first time through the order, you're thinking, how is anybody going to hit that? Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, I remember in spring training, it was uh, the first time catching him. It was like, holy smoke! I've got to find out a way to. <laughs> to uh, I got to get to know him, find a way to use this stuff. It's incredible, and uh, just getting on the early in the season, it was just kind of getting on his page. Yeah. Um, you know, he's a tall guy throwing 96, sometimes 97 mile an hour, big bowling ball sinkers, and uh, you know, so it's kind of hard, even if a guy can hit the inside pitch well. I mean, it takes a it takes a, a heck of an adjustment to be able to get to that pitch and, and be able to lay off of uh, you know his cutter, slider, curveball. It's I mean he's 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 incredible. That was a great game, an unbelievable fun game to uh, to catch. Was that you forcing him to use his changeup a few times today, no, especially no. against he, Trout? He, uh, especially against Trout, I like it. Um, I really liked it, but he also shook to some Good. where I, I might not have. It wouldn't have been my first guess, and uh, you that's know, a good sign, though. Yeah, it's excellent. I'm, I'm no ego. I'm I'm trying to get out just like he is, <laughs> and uh, you know, it's. I just thought it was an incredible day. All right. Well, hey, Evan, uh, congratulations on the good game and on the team win. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, Robert. Thanks, Sparky. Here's the 0-1, and Gaddis hits this one deep to left field. Up and we'll just watch that one go. A three-run home run for Evan Gaddis, and the Astros' lead is five to nothing. Gaddis with his 12th home run of the year. First home run since July 29th for Evan Gaddis, and how sweet that one was. One batter too many for the Angels, leaving Paredes in there because Gaddis was all over that heater. Looking inside, he got it, and he just spun. And he muscled it way out of here. And welcome back, Robert Ford and Steve Sparks, joined by Astros general manager Jeff Luno, as we are every Sunday. And uh, Astros getting set to play their final home game of the season against the Angels. And uh, the Astros, uh, a week ago today, is when they clinched the AL West uh, with the win over the Seattle Mariners, an exciting moment. And 
it's rare when you're in this situation where you, you have 13 games left after you clinch before you actually go into the postseason. So I'd imagine that's to make things a little easier in terms of evaluation. You're not worried about getting in. You, you can now focus on maybe looking a, a bit ahead. It is nice to have that behind us, but we've got that big magic number 100 in front of us if we can win five out of our last eight, which is a goal. We also have the Cleveland Indians a game and a half ahead of us, two games now. So we got to win every game we can to try and maintain our advantage and also keep these guys sharp for the postseason. But it's really nice that A.J. can line up his rotation and rest some guys, and we know we're going to have those three days off before the first series. Jeff, with that balance in mind, how, how hard do you want to push to, to get an opportunity to get the best record in the league and maybe surpass Cleveland? Well, we know it's going to be important because you face the winner of the wild card and they presumably use their best pitcher. And so we want that and we want to have more games at home if possible in the ALCS. So um, we're going to keep pushing it. Uh, obviously, Cleveland's on a historic run here, but they got to slow down at some point. Hopefully it's in the next week. And you have Lance McCullers getting the start tonight and he'd been out with the arm fatigue, of course, has, has been on the DL uh, this year as well. And tonight and then presumably one more start for McCullers uh, the last series of the year in Boston. How important are, are these two games for, for McCullers and also for, for you and A.J. Hinch when it comes to figuring out the postseason roster? It's huge for us. I mean, I think we've got a great team without McCullers, but you add McCullers into our playoff rotation, and, and this team could be really, really special. And we were hoping to get three or four starts from, from Lance prior to the postseason, but you know what? We'll take the two. He's probably going to have limited outing tonight, and we can stretch him out a little more next time, and then he'll have a little additional rest. Uh, but we're looking for the same Lance McCullers that was an all-star this year. If, if that's the guy we get on the mound uh, the rest of this year and in the postseason, we're going to be in really good shape. Jeff, the way it's looking right now, there's going to be some tough decisions on the final spots for the playoff roster, including some players who are probably uh, set to be on the team. You're going to be tough discussions to, to let them know, hey, first round, you're not on there. It is. Uh, some of these guys, though, depending upon who we're facing, there's a possibility they might not be on the first round, but they'll come back on for the yeah. CS and – that happens sometimes, and I think they know. I mean, to a certain extent, they've got to go out there and compete this last week and show us that they deserve to be on there. And there's there's definitely some guys in the bubble, and they know who they are. You're talking about uh, the rosters could be different from the first round to the second round. And Robert and I were just talking before you came on. Uh, what's the deal with Jake Marizic? Is there a chance that he could make a playoff roster if they got to the championship series? I think it would have to be more the World Series than okay. the championship series, but we're going to continue to monitor as the week goes on and, and see what happens. But... Um, you know, Jake obviously was a big part of getting us here, and he's right. got the tools. And even if he's limited to just pinch running, he's a guy that we might want to put on in, on a series later on in the, in the postseason. Forrest Whitley and Kyle Tucker in attendance today. Kyle Tucker, the Astros Minor League Player of the Year. Forrest Whitley, the Astros Minor League Pitcher of the Year. And uh, both were picked in the first round of the last couple of years. So nice job by you guys, huh? <laughs> great job by our scouts and also great job by our development staff to move them as quickly through the organization as they've been moving. These guys are, are poised. I think both of them could reach the big leagues next year. They're both going to be ranked in the top 50 for sure of the industry prospects and maybe even top 10. And for us to be sitting here with 95 wins, a young team that's going to be together for the next few years and have two prospects at that caliber waiting in the wings, uh, it bodes well for our future. And we're going we're gonna to keep scouting and developing the way we do. And, and so far, we've had a lot of success. Jeff, I know it's not set in stone with those two players in particular, but do you expect them to both start at Corpus Christi next year and, and push them again if they keep excelling? Sure. I mean, they both ended at Corpus Christi. I think they would uh, probably start there. There's not out of the uh, question that they might start even higher than that. But um, Corpus is a good level, and, and they'll get a chance to move as quickly as some of the guys before them, whether it was Springer or Correa. So there's a chance both those guys could be here by the end of next year. 
obviously postseason is is upon us soon uh, regular season ending a week from today and Obviously, the Astros have known for the last week that they're going to be in the postseason. Uh, advanced scouting becomes even more important when you start thinking about postseason opponents, postseason series. How are the Astros handling that? I mean, I've, I'd imagine you have scouts out seeing all the, the different clubs that you could possibly see uh, in the postseason, whether it be division series or league championship series. We've had scouts folks primarily on the American League opponents that we might be facing and uh, Cleveland and Boston, New York, Minnesota. And we've had people in, in person at the ballpark. We've also been doing a lot of video analysis. Uh, with the National League, we'll probably send people to those series in the postseason and uh, pick up information there. But we'll, we'll be ready. We've got as good information today, as good as we've ever had, and we'll pick up tendencies, and we'll be in a position to take advantage of anything that, that manifests itself. Jeff, a long, courageous comeback for Colin Moran. Yeah. And uh, you guys got a chance to reward him by bringing him up to the major league level for the last few weeks and experiences. May not get many at-bats this month, but tell us what uh, uh, he went through and what that's meant to you guys and, and for him. It's been incredible. I mean, for him, to he got back to the big leagues this year, hit a home run on Friday night in his hometown and, mm-hmm. and then had that accident. Uh, it was really unfortunate. Weren't sure how severe it was going to be, Went had the surgery. He worked really hard. Our doctors were very careful with him and got back to – rehabbing, rehabbed really well successfully, and then joined Quad Cities for their uh, title run. And he's here, and he deserves it. He's going to be, I, I think it's going to, not going to, not going to have no effects long term. This guy's a good player. He's a big prospect for us, and I think he'll, has a good chance to be on this team next year. Jeff, uh, you've got 38 players in the dugout right now. How hard are those conversations when you have to tell an A.J. Reed or a Preston Tucker that they're not going to come up? It's tough. I mean, we'd like to have all those guys up here. There's, those two were, were, you know, A.J. had a awesome. lot of home runs this year. Tucker had a great year. Um, you know, they would be sitting on the bench, and there's just a lot of guys down there right now. So it's the, uh, you know, the, the result of us having a lot of good players mm-hmm. at the upper levels. Um, but, you know, they know that they're still part of our plan for the future. Astros General Manager Jeff Luno, thanks so, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for having me on, guys. This has been a production. And whoever in this crowd wasn't standing before, well, they're getting to their feet now. Of the Houston Astros. This place is rocking right now. Radio Network.